We got a thing? Yeah, we do. Do we have a thing? Now it is. Don't stick it right in my face like that. Kind of got to. That's what you're supposed to do with these bombs. This is how this is how the episode will. Give me the shitty stance. Anthony, uh, I'm really I'm really sorry for your erectile dysfunction. I got you, boo. Thanks, man. Thank you. There we go. Okay. Welcome to This Week in MTG with your hosts, Matt, Danny, Anthony, and Big G. Hello and welcome, Magic folks, to a very special episode of This Week in MTG. We are your hosts, driving safely, seatbelted in the cities. I'm Matt, fresh from MagicCon and a full belly of Mickey D's McGriddles. Back there in driver's side back seat, we have the one, the only, bus rider, Danny. On the bus. Oh, this is Danny. Hello. In the very nice spot of driving, we have the man, the myth, the Tezzeret legend himself. The potato. The potato. <laughs> Anthony. I'm a potato. No. <laughs> hey, guys. In the passenger backseat, no big G, but we have the one, the only fox-loving t- uh, fox magic player that, uh, you know, He's tired of people already. <laughs> he's real tired. <laughs> he, just, just, he just wants to go home. He's done with us for magic. We have a Mew. The podcast, as a matter of fact, is coming from inside the car. Yeah, yeah. As a Mew said, we are in a car driving back from MagicCon right now. So that way we have time to, uh, I don't know. Yeah, we have time to like talk magic. Because it's a three, hour, three and a half hour drive. And we're just... We brought our recording equipment down. We were going to try and do stuff there, but we just had too much fun. And we're doing it in a car, baby. And don't forget about staying in lines too much, too, for stuff. Yeah, staying in lines. We're going to... So this episode is going to be, like, lighter on news, and we're just going to be talking about our Magicon experience, pretty much. So if that's something you're not interested in, you're more than welcome to skip, but I guarantee you, you're going to enjoy our Magicon stories that we have. And, uh... Yeah, so... We got some business to do. get out of the way. I uh, got to do it off the top of my dome here to remember. We're going to go over and do the podcast business where we start by thanking you, dear listeners, for now jumping in in this very special car episode. Uh, we're going to make a first apologies. The edit on this, you'll probably hear some car noises. There's no doubt about that. And if you want some proof. <laughs> Don't need to blow people's ears out. Here you go. Here's your freaking script. Oh, we no. have a script. Yeah, I could have done it. No, let's, let's free ball it. Thank you, you sweet, beautiful bastards, for listening to This Week in MTG. Taking your time out of your day to listen to this podcast means a lot to us. And we really hope that after this uh, this driving episode, maybe this is how we'll just do the podcast from now on. 
no Twitch streams. We're just driving places. Just drive around Fargo for two hours. <laughs> what? No. I mean, hey, Rosewater makes it look so easy. Yeah, he has a headset. That's why. <laughs> yeah, this man. Are you gonna invest in some headsets with us? Yeah, I think we. I think if that's what we do, we can do it because we are. This is not a setup for our car drive. We got our. We got our microphones. This is like table setup kind of thing. Yeah, thank, no, no, we're not driving to work. We're driving thank, home. <laughs> thank you to listening to us. We also got to give a big thank you to our patrons of the podcast. Oh, let's see if I can do that by memory. Okay, you want you you you're looking? You're gonna check yeah, I'm me. I'm watching. Okay, thank you to our patrons. Their monetary support means a lot to us. It helps fund the hosting, the websites. Uh, the packs for the giveaways for the Patreons. So thank you to Wade, Amu, Noah, Slade, No Modifier, Nikki, uh, Casey, Taylor. Okay, you're going way too slow. I'm going way too slow. Jacob, Christian, Maddie K, Byra, Chimera, and Ricky R. Thank you to each and every one of you. Thank you, Danny. For catching me on if you yeah, want thanks, to, Danny. if you want to join the podcast or the patreon as well links are down below uh click the dingly ding in the doobly doo and follow the follow us and yeah we got monthly giveaway packs oh shit we did not do the uh <laughs> the live stream for the patreons this weekend like we were planning Good so job, man. so patreons we were busy on, in lines and be on the lookout for this friday saturday are you guys available i'll check my schedule no I'll check my schedule for you, Matt. Okay, and then we'll do the live stream for the Patreon drawings because the packs that we do are in a theme for our tiered Patreons. This month is going to be mom-based, so Mother of Machines, March of the Machines. Thank your mother. Also, Thank remember, mother. Mother Day's, Mother's Day is coming up tomorrow, right? No, today's it's today. Oh, it's today. Mother's Day is today? Oh, yes. shit. Mother's Day is today. Yes, Mother's Day is dun, today. Dun, dun. Done. Okay, we got to stop by some. So, I got to stop by some place. So yeah, thank your mother. Yes, thank your mother. And our wives are not killing us. Yes, our wives especially. My wife sent me a message saying, "You owe me so many dirty diapers now." Deal. So uh, yeah, check the Patreon for all that stuff. Next, uh, go check out our amazing sponsor, J Dubs Sports Cards and Gaming. Speaking of, let's hear an ad from them now. J-Dub Sports Cards and Gaming, located in West Acres Mall in Fargo, is your one-stop shop for all your Magic the Gathering needs. In the store, you will find a huge selection of sleeves, playmats, and dice for you to personalize your battlefield with. Along with having a large variety of singles in their display cases, there are also binders and boxes for you to browse through. That much selection means that you will always find something you are looking for. J-Dubs is also the place to gather to play a wide array of formats with friends in the community. There is Commander League on Thursday nights, Modern League on Saturday afternoons, and Legacy Leagues on Sunday afternoons. And who can forget Friday Night Magic every Friday evening. J-Dubs has it all, Amonkhet to Zendikar and ways to sleeve, shuffle, and spell sling. Now let's get back to the episode. Thank you, J-Dubs, for supporting us. Uh, we do, I do got one more thing that I did miss in the, the business section here is if you don't feel like supporting us on Patreon or like checking out J-Dubs, you can also support us just by sharing this episode, sharing it, getting it behind more ears, super important. There's also reviews that you can do on Spotify, iTunes, uh, whatever other podcast platform you got. So do, do reviews, do those things. And I think that's it for the podcast business. So I think we're going to jump now into the breakdown of this episode and we're going to 
fly by the seat of our pants on this one. And it's not going to be, it's going to be a boggle desk, but it's just going to be a salt, uh, sugar, salt, uh, salt and sugar report, report. but we'll talk report. about, we'll talk about the, uh, the pro tour too, because we got, we got some information on that. I don't yeah, think salt there's chronicle, if you a will. full article posted there. From there, we're going to jump into the news. We're going to talk about the news that was talked about at MagicCon there live. So there was stuff on Lord of the Rings. We now know what tempt, uh, the ring tempts you does. Uh, we saw some more cards. We'll talk about those cards. Uh, new changes to standard coming as well. And I think that's about the news that we got. Yeah, that's the big news. Yeah, that's the big news. And like I said, this episode is going to be very much talking about our MagicCon experience. And if we miss anything, we'll be catching it up next week. So that'll be the news. Finance section. Do we want to do a finance section, or are we just going to be talking magic on too much for the finances? Uh, if we have time, we'll we'll pull up the article towards yeah, the end. I can pull up the article. Okay, yeah, Danny can take care of that. There we go. And guaranteed, none of us read it. Did you read it, Anthony, this weekend? I was sleeping after I stayed awake too long. Oh man! So three Danny... o'clock in the morning is too late for me. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I had to go to bed. Okay. So I can get up in four hours and do it all over again. And play more magic. Whee! Okay, okay. So let's start off at the Boggle Desk. And prepare for the. Uh, we'll, we'll talk about the pro tour here real quick. Yeah. Because uh, uh, that'll be the quick part of it. I'm going off of Twitter here because Magic Play MTG showed a lot of that stuff off there. Now I just got to pull that up. But it was standard this weekend. They started off with uh, eight, four. How many rounds of draft leading into standard then? It's probably. Normally, well, how many do they do in a day for rounds? It's, it's usually half half the rounds are are draft, and then the other half go okay. Into it was either sixteen or eighteen rounds then, so eight or. I want to say it was eight rounds. Eight, eight rounds. rounds. Eight rounds. Yeah. So, okay, so, rounds so, so sixteen rounds. Eight rounds of constructed or. Okay. It was half and half. So we had that. Uh, the draft turned out fine, but the big thing, the big takeaway, we have Nathan Stoyer becoming PT March of the Machine champion. If that name sounds familiar, Nathan Stoyer is the world champ from last year, and he top-aided the last two Pro Tour events. He won He won Vegas, did he not? Is that so. the thing? Yeah, it says right here, Stewart's uh, third top eight back-to-back events and second win in eight months is unprecedented and cements him as one of the best players in the world right now, if not the best. That is the top tweet from Play MTG there. Um, and it looks like uh, they don't have the lists. Oh, no, here's the list. So he was playing Rakdos Midrange, straight-up Rakdos Midrange, as yep. compared to Rakdos Reanimator, where his opponent, Kane Reinhard, was playing. And the Rakdos Reanimator is the Atraxa one where yep. you... Uh, you value them out with the big, strong engine that just gets turned to play fast. Yes, and then the Rakdos Midrange is just doing the... Um, very war of attrition type battle setup where just sacrifice things, kill stuff, make sure you're draining with shieldred, all those types of things. So, yep, very very attritiony, very very uh, punishing for those going for big and risking a lot more. So yeah, it's that's where they get them at. So yeah, there's that. Congratulations, Nathan Stoyer, on that. I imagine we can delve a little deeper next week when we have more information on uh, decks and stuff and we're not driving in a car so let's go to salt and sugar report we'll pass around here should we start off with a mew in the back since you've been pretty quiet this whole intro 
give, give us the amuse salt and sugar report. One moment. <laughs> so, like, do we want to, like, take turns on days or just do the whole thing? I think just give us an overview, Amu. Yeah. Whole, overview. whole weekend for salt and sugar. Yeah, salt and sugar. We're going to be talking more of the experience. At, I don't know. Like, is the salt and sugar just going to be like this? Yeah. Let's, uh, salt and sugar is going to be the, this is the bulk. This, this will be a long part of so just explain. Yes. So yes. Just a recap of what we did. I mean, we have three and a half hours, Matt. We do. Exactly. This, is, we'll, this will not be a three and a half hour We're not going to record this for three and a half hours. We're going no. to run out of stuff to talk about. No. So, yes, uh, it's the first of these type of events I've gone to. Uh, definitely is um, an experience. I... Um, mildly overwhelmed but um yeah i had a lot of fun with it most of the days i spent mostly wandering around the uh show area actually and picked up a lot of very nice cards like uh the decks that i came here with uh definitely exited this week uh way different than when they entered that was good yeah you got yourself a uh a foil eight and a half tails from saviors or champions champions of kamigawa was where eight and a half tails was first printed yes so og version which is even better yeah and believe it or not the foil is like 40 bucks of that one too yeah no because it's like i looked at it in there it's like oh that was a foil eight and a half tails just like okay i have to ask say you know you know vendor what printing of that is it because like i already have a foil of the eternal masters i'm pretty sure it was eternal masters yeah i think so where it was reprinted or had the foil for that. And it's like, well, if it's the original printing, eh, it's the original, it's the original printing. Well, here I go. Spending Take money again. Money. <laughs> he was just throwing the money at him. Take this. I want that. Yeah. We were just talking about at the McDonald's before we left that uh, magic players don't like money. So yeah, thank you. Just, thank you, you for confirming that. It is. It creates a sickness. Us. We have to get it out of us. So how many games of Magic then did you play, uh, Emu? Uh, I got like about, I'd say a little under a dozen. Yeah, okay. over the weekend. Yeah. Granted, they're all commander games, so like you know. And I've been having a lot of fun with my uh, Bright Palm deck, where, uh, as it turns out, mathematically speaking, uh, numbers get very big very fast when you start doubling them. Yep. Matt, what the fuck are you doing? Matt, what are you doing? Matt, we're I'm doing t- a podcast. Yeah, Matt, no, taking a picture there. So that's uh, sugar. Is that all your sugar? You got any, uh, any salt? Salt for the weekend? No, not really. I think he's going to be the only one that doesn't have any salt. Okay. <laughs> that's okay that's a good thing though that's a good experience yeah, but yeah overall. it's like but was that like with the bright palm deck it was there were two separate occasions where i just stopped counting the number of plus one plus one counters on my creatures yeah you sent me that i was picture. like how much power does it have yes okay yeah. but how much damage to do enough Woof. <laughs> you sent me that picture and, and you told me about it i'm like holy shit yeah uh that creature is winning combat did you have any, uh, you stop any of the artist booths and stuff there? Uh, no, although, like, uh, admittedly, if I had known that, uh, Mark Poole was going to be there, I would have brought a, uh, Arctic Foxes for him to sign, because he did the art for Arctic Foxes. Oh, did he really? It probably wouldn't be the weirdest card that he's signed, but... Oh, definitely not. There's, there's no such thing for the artist to sign. <laughs> of all the, of the, all the events I've gone to for things for artists, like, they, they... They don't care. They just will sign whatever because they know we love it. So, oh, and oh. we pay them. 
I'll mention my bit on Richard Kane Ferguson when it gets to my turn. Okay. Yes, I believe that's all for me. Danny, you wanna you wanna take us away with your salt and sugar report here? I really don't have. Well, the uh, do I even have any souls? I don't know. Do you? Uh, not really. Um, so this is my this was my first MatchCon, um, or convention or festival or whatever you want to call it. So it was more of me just playing around with. It seemed like the playgroup that we always play with back home. Um, I did start to actually. Well, I was playing a few Oathbreaker decks yeah. with with uh, Magic Kids. Um, so there's a shameless plug for that. Yeah. Um, go check those guys out. I did get a few signatures. Um, I got Matt to have uh, R- Richard Ferguson sign my was it Demac Tutor? No, Pro- Profane Pro- Tutor. Profane Tutor. Yep. I got my Dramoka signed by uh, Eric Dick Champs. Um, Champs. The champs. The champs. Yeah, champs. champs. Yep. I got my jeweled lotus, my foil jeweled lotus. Oh rainbow, my God. rainbow signature by Elena. That is a beautiful signature. Beautiful. It Peace. makes it makes your it makes that jeweled lotus look better. It, you, you want to tell them how much uh, JB and I were wrong on? on yeah, that? those assholes. Like, yeah, I sell this card because it's gonna crash. It never dipped. Ever. Probably and it never will. And it's like near mint because you, you put it asleep right away. I put a sleeve. I put. I double sleeped it right away. Dad yeah. did the so, smart thing of what you're supposed to do. He did. So and, now it's signed. Beautiful rainbow sign. Did you put? Po- did you take a picture and post it up on our Discord or Twitter? Uh, I think I did, but I will do it later tonight. Yeah, do it later today, and then check out our socials to see it because it's really a good fucking signature, man. Oh, it was cool. It was that was probably like uh, more unique stuff for signatures too, and like. We get to me ask some stuff about signatures, but like it, it was, it's just beautiful. Like I was awestruck myself. Yeah, it looked really good. I almost wanted to rip it out of Danny's hands and run away. No, because <laughs> it was that beautiful. I felt like a treasure thief, but. But yeah, other than that, it was just more uh, getting signatures from some of the content creators um, that I follow on Twitch. You had them sign your playmat. Yep. Okay. I had a few of them. Actually, I had uh, Billy Christian, who actually did the Minneapolis art, sign it. Um, luckily, I realized that once that Matt had me go get a signature for him. Yeah, he signed my Zendikar Rising Negate, which is beautiful. I had a foil one. Yep. Yep. And he got a shadow sign. I just happened to see that he has selling this uh, artist prints, so I was like, oh, hey, can you sign this too? So I got that signed. Um, but yeah, I it was for for the event for being the first time. It was a great time. I don't know it's a shitty thing about. Actually, I do have salt. I do have salt. Oh, He's got the salt. salt part is our fucking Airbnb. Oh yeah, that yeah. was the, that was the saltiest part about the weekend was the fact of, I guess, the time management and all that trying to schedule that in. And trying to save a few bucks, and yeah, that's about it. It didn't work to our benefit for that. It did not. But, but, I mean, we did have a place to sleep for four days. So we did. Like, yeah. We did. It was cheaper the, than a hotel. Yeah. The, the the best part about it is we were gone from the Airbnb most of the time at MagicCon. Exactly. But when we came back at night, the, the, the walls are essentially paper thin, and then you have ten guys, which they allowed. Ten guys is their max that they said that they had let, and we maxed out, and... Yeah, we're quiet because we came in late. We we got uh, messaged saying uh, you guys 
moving around or entertaining and stuff when we just came in getting ready to go to bed instead of just this, walking. This is this is what happens when you have plaster walls. Yeah. And and wood floors that are literally probably just floating. And no insulation. Yeah. And you, no insulation. Every every floors. step was a squeak. Yeah. Literally as, as it was described in one of the reviews we found for the place too of they could literally hear a vibrating phone. Yes. Crazy. Well, yeah, like last night we could hear the T V downstairs. Yeah, and we're not the, the ones. floor. Were they watching anything good? Or, I think they're watching the news. Oh, what was going on? Either way, no like we're not. <laughs> the fact that they, they they just didn't like the idea of having guys above them, ten guys above them, making walking. noise and walking. Yeah, to the bathroom. Yes. So, or yeah, stubbing their toes or hitting their heads. Or in the light in the ceiling. There's a I know. I know. I know. I hit my head on Thursday night. Or yeah, Thursday night I hit my head. And yeah, then Daddy Rob's his head on. Rob's, no, from what I'm told, Rob's really knocked his head. Oh, he craned it. I didn't hear it, but I, from the stories, he craned <laughs> it pretty hard. Yeah. So, dong. Yeah, I know. His was a lot harder than mine was. Amu, I think he hit his today or was it last night there? I think I might have been last night. All right. It was a low-hanging light bulb. And the fact that that glass, it was a glass-like cover around the light bulb didn't break from so that, many smacks. That was probably like the most well-built piece in the house i know well it helps it It helps that it was a swinging light so it's on a rope so it could actually bounce off yeah that would help that would help indeed but anthony oh is that that it for for your magical experience that's it for me i i have a shit brain for memories so okay Okay, everybody buckle up this will probably be the bulk of the actual episode and i'll have to run through my part here what i'm not the bulk of the episode (laughs) wow Okay, I'm just going to start off with my salt. Because my salt is probably the smallest part. I have a lot of sugar, of course. Um, but my salt that I have is the only thing that I didn't like about this weekend was the fact that I had to stand for over three and a half hours in line to get something signed for Chris Ron, as well as my friends deciding that because I was there, I should be their camel. Hey, you volunteered. I know I did. I'm just saying, like... It was, it, was, it was very comical moments of uh, some of our friends stopped walking up and be like, oh, could you get like, a couple of these cards signed for me? I'm just like, there's people behind me. Like, are you really doing this right now? But no, I, I, I would say that, that wasn't that bad. It, the salt part was more the staying in line with my backpack full of stuff wanting to play that day and then getting to the end feeling my back just hurt because I was basically standing and holding a bag that was probably like 50 pounds worth of cards, not playing. Um, but otherwise, no, I, my, my sugar side of that to finish for, like, Friday was got a, myself, I got a few signatures just for Chris Ron, bought an artist print of Light Steel Colossus, and was going to try to get him to do something for the back of it. But then again, like I said, all weekend, his line was so long, I didn't get back to it, which is not a big deal. But I did sign, have him sign my regular Blight Steel. Hopefully the next time uh, I run into him, I'll get my foil one signed so I can swag out my, my decks. I do want to say real quick to those that don't know artists, Chris Ron is like uh, a quintessential magic artist. Like if you just go to like Scryfall Artists colon Chris Ron, you will see he has a lot of art. He has like two hundred and eighty four or three hundred yeah, and something. Yeah, he has a lot, has a lot of art. And he's like, made a lot he's of also cards. had he's very popular. He's very popular, but he's not only just popular. He's also had a lot of art with very um, impactful cards in every format. Armageddon. Armageddon is a good example. You Shields have of the Ugin, Apocalypse. Shields of Apocalypse are standard. You have Omnath, mm-hmm. uh, Locus of Creation. Like 
The play still Colossus. Like, like I said, it's just he has, he has a arts. lot of cards, and like he's one of those artists that I'm not like saying it's gonna happen, but I could foresee it that he could be almost quintessentially like the next Christopher Rush type wow. setup, where like if you have like key mark cards with art that are popular for competitive play, you you know they're very popular. Like I said, his line the entire weekend was probably the longest besides John Avon's. I had a I took a picture of the line when we got when we just got there. We yeah. were there for like maybe fifteen minutes and we we're walking around the art space and there were people sitting down and it was capped and they were waiting for him. Yeah. And I tried to get there early on Sunday and I was I was pretty far in into the front of the of the group and everything. And by the time I got to his area, his was basically capped past by like three rows of where you're supposed to stand. Yeah. And I was just like, done. Skipping this, I'm not doing it. Yeah. Uh, but so that's my salt. My sugar part is, um, you know, I did I did a lot of lot of shameless PRing for us because I don't care and I love telling everybody about us. Uh, but more importantly, it was just it was fun to like actually talk about that from our for our perspective of who we are. So that that was like really enjoyable and also running into a lot of uh, people that like because like I started out saying like we're four dads that we love magic and we're all about the Midwest. So. And, like, the biggest thing, like, 90% of the time most people took away when I would talk to them and they asked questions and stuff was the very end they commented and said, it's so awesome that you guys are dads and doing this because you're really putting a good thing to our community that way. And I was like, that's really cool and I really appreciate it. Melts my heart. It melts everything. Um, so there's that part of it. It was fun. Um, we met a lot of cool people. Um, I met a lot of awesome like big name people and actually stood and talked to most of these people for like easily 10 to 15 minutes of a good conversation shameless plug check out the discord he posted pictures oh yeah check out the discord um and i'll say one of the biggest people or two biggest people to run into that was really awesome getting to talk to for a little bit was brian kibler which you know really nice guy so it was great to kind of talk with him and everything and then the other thing was talking to aaron forsyth yeah. And finding out Very a, little, jealous of that a little background information about Mr. Forsyth and that he has, uh, he had originally had family that grew up in Barnesville, Minnesota. So he, he understood the Midwest part of it and everything. And so that, that was kind of cool. So it was a good relation of like finding out that uh, these big people that you know, like the world's smaller than we think sometimes. Take that to your next bar trivia. Yeah, that's right. Well, speaking of that, Elena and her husband are originally from Madison, Wisconsin. Nice. That's so, bad. And if I'm not mistaken, I uh, so Blake Blake is from the area too. Blake, 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 Rasmussen. Blake Rasmussen's from the cities. Yes, and uh, he, for, on Weekly MTG, he said that he's friends with Elena Danner, and his wife was like the model or the inspiration for the Elena Danner Angel drop that is coming out. Oh, in the nice. Next secret secret lair. I can't remember which angel it was, but one of the angels is based after Blake Rasmussen's wife. Oh, that's mm. pretty cool. I didn't yeah. know that. That's yeah. awesome. Take that to your next bar trivia. Yeah, take that. Um, and then, like, to wrap it up for me more, too, it was, I would say it was fun. It was fun fangirling with a lot of people there from every aspect of art to playing games to talking about lore, about magic, teaching people about a lot of lore stuff. Because, like, a lot of new players, like, they don't know the extensive lore, like, for someone like me who's been playing for 23 years, you know? So, like, it's cool and you get to see them also. Uh, enjoy it and go. Oh, what about this? Or like, oh, that was in the story and stuff. Like, I don't, I don't know about that. And 
So, I mean, that was that was a lot of fun. Uh, well, one thing with that real quick. A lot of people that we met, there are a lot of people that said, yeah, we've been playing in the last, like, one, two, three years probably would be, yeah. like, the, the the majority of the experience I, of people that I've yo, been talking yeah, to. I, I think, Very new Magic players. I think of, of uh, people I played with and everything, too, the the deepest that that well even goes for me. I, I think I ran into someone that said six years. That was it. I'm like, that's... I, I mean, that's crazy like, to think that even, like... Outside of the, you know, like, Aaron Forsyth, Brian Kilpers. Yeah, yeah, like, not talking about, like, the, the high-level people, you know? But, I mean, even though, don't know me wrong, like, some of those people, too, in the high levels, they're they're new, too. But, I mean, yeah, for majority of people I ran into, like I said, the deepest my well went on the playtime was five, six years, maybe. I think, there, like I said, one person. So, it was cool. Yeah, yeah. So, it's, it's good, like, it's good for the community, too, like, if you're a long-time player and, like, to talk about that stuff, like put out there because like i said you find people that they enjoy the lore just as much as you could um and then i got to also boast a lot about my tesseract stuff as danny like to scoff at me or was just like i'm walking away and matt would just laugh at me of course of course but, but then again but then again we'd leave matt because he'd not stop talking I, to yeah, yeah he gets yeah. caught up and just gone. It's like ah, we're leaving. He we're turns gone. to stone once he starts Kathy. talking. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I had a lot of people that they really love that a lot. Um, we also ran to uh, two guys, younger players. Matt and I did when we were going around uh, playing the Blitz Booster Draft. Yeah. So uh, pack four things. So Matt, let's explain it quick before I continue. Okay. So uh, Booster Blitz is this fun little format that you can play. That I'd really like to do. You can play with two booster packs. And another person. What you do is you open up the both booster packs, remove the token card, and you make five three-card decks out of those. When you're done making those decks, you put them face down. You face your opponent, and you each have five life, infinite mana, and you have uh, you don't lose from drawing from an empty library. So then you each choose the other player's deck that they're going to play with. That's face down, so it's random, and it's a best three out of five for that. And what we were doing for Booster Blitz, you know, is kind of a way to help promote us. Uh, we just see some people not playing a game of Magic. We'd come up and be like, hey, can I tell you about Booster Blitz and a little bit about our podcast? And we played, I don't know, probably like 10 all, all in total, 10 plus. I'd say 10 plus games. Yeah. I mean, because I, I did a couple games with you uh, on the end of Saturday night. And a lot of this done, too, was in the command zone area and also the uh, free-to-play area that had the cool staging setup and everything, too. Yep. Which yep. that... <laughs> Also, again, check the Discord. Like those pictures, the stuff that they have there was amazing. There's pictures of uh, Anthony and I holding Shadowspear and Luxior. Yeah, pseudo holding, pseudo. Yeah. You can't touch the stuff. You can't touch as the you, stuff. As you saw in the Discord stuff earlier, you can't ride the dinosaur. Yeah, uh, the board. So someone, dinosaur. someone ruined it for us. Someone ruined it for us. Fuck that you're, guy. You're the stuff dog, though. From one of our Discord members, could ride the dinosaur, but yes, not, no humans, no humans. Uh, but yeah, so. Um, like the that part was, like I said, really cool. Uh, these two guys we met, uh, they're from the cities area, and yep. uh, hey, if you guys are listening, shout out to you. Yeah, you, shout out to Kennedy and um, Kennedy and Amai. Amai, that's how you say it. Yeah, Kennedy and Amai, uh, you guys, <laughs> awesome guys. Like, sorry, like I said before, we didn't get to uh, hit you up for a pod play with uh, Kennedy's really cool. Take us to the circus deck, which I will leave the readers. Or readers, we're not reading things. Sorry, I'll listen to for the listeners. I will let you guys just I'm on bus. think about that. I'm on a bus. Um, <laughs> <laughs> let you just think about how cool this thing could be. Essentially, the deck overall is using stuff from Infinity, 
And the way he explained it and showed us with a specialized plane chase deck is taking you to the circus and the chaos that ensues at the carnival rides and everything else. So, yeah. Kennedy, that deck is awesome, and I'm not. I'm just super excited for us to get a chance to play that spell table now. I'm looking forward to playing against uh, Amai's Dakin deck. Oh, yeah, Dakin, that too. I got, I got his Dakin side by Richard Kane Ferguson while we were in line there, so. That'll be a great time. And then, uh, yeah, and I would say, uh, yeah, overall, like, that that was my sure report. Like, I just had a great time, and people, uh, you know, I even had a few people, too, later on catch me and say, you're that Chesarit guy. And I was like, yeah, that's me. And, uh, like, I had a few people, too, that wanted to give me Chesarits, and I was like, no, you don't have to give me Chesarits. I did accept a couple just because they want to, but then I gave a nice little free gift out for that, too, because I was like, you know what? You give me something. I don't care the value. I'll give you something cool, too. So, but yeah, that would be my sugar. I said it was a great time. Everyone had fun, and I played a lot of Magic with my friends, and uh, Two-Headed Giant, I got to actually do one of the Two-Headed Giants, uh, the Battle Bond uh, Booster Chaos Two-Headed Giant draft, or Sealed Pool thing, and yeah, it was a great time. Had fun. So, Matt, it's all you, man. All right, so my salt and sugar reports, uh, which is going to be primarily sugar, I don't think. I think the so I'll start with my salty, and it's not like bad salty. Uh, it's just that the amount of time that I was there, I like lo- I, I lost a little bit uh, standing in line for Richard Kane Ferguson, and it's not bad time loss. Like when I was in there, I was talking with the people for that hour and a half. Oh yeah, yeah. I, who, that was like who, me three and a half hours. I talked to probably like seven different people in that line and outside the line. I can understand, but like I agree with you, we needed more time. Yeah, we probably need an entire week. But yeah, easily entire week. But everybody has lives to get back to. Go back the, to work um, homes, kids. So I guess uh, in the, to to make up for that bit of the salt there, you know, I was playing booster blitz in line. I got to talk with some people about some awesome stuff. There's a guy in line. Uh, his name was Ben, and he was telling me about his, this uh, cube draft format called that him and his friends made called Sudden Death, where you have a cube of 54 cards. You cube it one v one, and you start at one life. And you just draft the deck. And uh, he said that there are no instances of dealing damage in the cube. That's so, nice. Uh, there are, like, one-mana hasty things, I think he said. So that can get away. But you can also have, like, the free... Or, uh, there's the uh, spells to like kill just, the thing. Like, just straight kill spell type yeah. stuff. Destroy yeah. permanent, destroy creature artifacts. Things like that. And it sounded really cool. And the way that you would draft it is uh, you draft it in a 3x3 cube or 3x3 square and you would choose a row or a column and take all three cards in that row or column when you're drafting until the whole thing is drafted through. And that looked really cool. And so I'm remembering that because I want to do that. Um, also, so the other bit of the salt, uh, a little bit of the salt was losing some time selling my cards. I sold a bunch of my cards and stuff and got some cash for it, which was pretty nice. But the amount of time it took to, to do that took away from my time to play. And that's not too big salt. Like, it, it's a little salt because, you know, I was taking time away from selling stuff instead of playing magic. But I got money for my magic cards and I was okay with that. So there's that. Okay, so then for my sugar reports, all of MagicCon was just a wonderful sugar reports. So Friday, it was a lot of walking around, got some games of magic in, uh, played some commander. I'm trying to remember like necessarily what, who we played with. Um, I know I played 
my oh yeah so day one i played my mono blue my mono red mono blue deck the most i played that like three times and i really enjoy that and i have ideas of what to do to now to improve on that i think there's like a time i played with um with garrett somebody else and somebody else and then that wasn't with the cco guys was it no i didn't uh when oh, i on day two that you did that oh shit no yeah day two day one was when i played with ryan of cco and that was super fucking sick yeah he played his uh orvar the old form deck and that was wonderful and lenny fu lenny it was great to fucking meet him his athreos deck was fucking lit that was day one. That was yeah, day one. Because I walked past because I was trying to find people. So I, I saw yeah. you guys playing. In, in my head, I was thinking that was day two, but no. So, quick note with that, too. We hit him up. I bought a box of Mystery Booster Convention Edition that we were supposed to open Flippy.Drinky last night, but they got they had to clean their Airbnb and they ran out of beer. And they also had no beer. You remind me of my other salt situation. I had, so I had I told I told Ryan, I'm like, yo, I will buy beer, but the cleaning is understandable. I'm saving this box. For another time, for us this week in MTG and CCO Commander Cookout Podcast to open Flippy Dot Drinky. So when that happens, I am going to be excited as fuck for that. So I mean that that's not salt. That's just sugar. That's like that is aged. That's aged sugar right there. Aged sugar. <laughs> aged sugar. It's getting close to molding. What? No, it's not getting close to molding. It's, it's, aged. It, it ages like a fine wine. I don't know. I'm trying to sugar figure out an analogy. I'm trying to find an analogy. How about you fuck off and let me finish my sugar report? Just talk about a fine wine, then. Okay, it's a fine wine. It'll be a fine wine when we finally get a crack that. There you go. There you go. That better? That you is find that? a lot better. Okay. Or moldy cheese. You can pick that, too. Or, cheese. Or, or it could be Garrett's Moonshine. Hey. There we go. Topical. So, uh, played Magic there and did a lot. And, yeah, I played my mono blue, mono red deck against... Uh, against ryan there and when he cast orvar the first time i had uh hydroblast or a pyroblast and i countered his commander with it like yes we're doing the blue thing and so uh wrong tcg (laughs) yeah um day one was a lot of magic doing that i didn't pick up any cards day two i sold uh part of my collection of cards and i already mentioned that in the soul report but i was fine with the cash i got played more games of commander played some Oathbreaker, and i got i didn't get it yesterday uh saturday is when i picked up a bunch of uh stuff i got to talk to wizard of barge he's the one that did the secret layer slime edition he has the limb duels vault in the uh countdown calendar the advent yep. calendar also has the famous uh, jason mind sculptor yeah and the now famous jason mind sculptor for pt top eights yep pt top eights yep pt top eights and the foil for the pt winner and at a couple of the stands actually i saw some people some of the stands uh, the vendors that were selling the the jace for like 600 bucks and i'm looking at that the i'm non-foil? like non-foil non yeah non-foil i think foil uh, no one had a foil that I saw there, but I remember Wizard of Barge was telling me that someone came by and he signed some non-foils, and I'm like, that's so fucking sick. God, I'd love to have seen it if he would have like signed a foil one. No, right? That that probably would have made his day. That would have made his day, probably. And um, I mean, it already was making his day for people doing those other ones with with them to get signed. So yeah, he's cool shit. And I'll just toss this little uh, teaser out. We're gonna be ch- we're gonna be chatting with him here in the future. So get hyped for that. Uh, next thing uh, as well, kind of in the realm of like price wise, I noticed also one of the vendors. So the secret, sh- the secret layer showcase showdown 
it was this side event that you could do where you play uh it was standard this time right because it follows the p whatever the pt was played standard a friend a friend of the area mason uh wade in the in the patreon he top aided got that spicy ragavan so he got fatal push ragavan but he was aiming for the brainstorm he did not make it to the brainstorm but the fact that he got the ragavan is pretty sick and at one of the vendors i saw that they were buying they had on their sign like we will buy that brainstorm for sixteen thousand dollars sixteen k sixteen thousand fucking dollars for that brainstorm and the brainstorm only goes to the first place winner and there's only two out right now the one from philly and now the one from minneapolis and i don't think the last i saw they posted the top four the semifinal they were posting the semi they posted the semifinals of who was there and i didn't see who was the winner of that but mason made it into the top eight so he got the regavan so he was like uh five through eight or whatever so i mean Sorry, Wade, but hey, hey next he got, one. Listen, he got what he really wanted. Was he got the reg event. He's coming boy. home with the monkey. Yeah. So. Um, Saturday was good as well. Outside of that, um, played Commander, played Oathbreaker. That's where we met a lot of people as well. Did some booster blitz. Uh, fuck. Walking around buying stuff. Sun. Oh shit! I am now a uh, a magic pin whore. I guess. Yeah, you are. Yeah, you are. I, I you went nuts on that. I went nuts on those. I didn't. Get, I wasn't able to get them all. But um, so one thing that happens if you ordered your tickets early enough in advance, you got a Urza Lord Protector. No, no, Urza Prince of Krug. Yeah. <laughs> Urza, oh, Urza Prince of Krug. So the rare, the yeah. rare Urza. Yeah, uh, in pin form, and you got a big cardboard card of the card. Yep. And it was really cool, and the pin was on there. And so you'd get that. But then they also were selling mystery booster packs there where you could get, like, the Praetors, the Planeswalkers. Mystery some booster. booster. Uh, yeah, mystery we got pin booster. we got to be specific. Otherwise, you Anthony. End up like me. Yeah, you end up like me, and when you say, I want the mystery mystery pin, or like, however I said, I didn't say it where it was. I didn't say it where it was not understood. When he was going up she, to buy she some She grabbed stuff. the right things. She just hit the wrong button, the gal there. And it wasn't, like I said, it's an easy, quick mistake to make. I mean, yeah, if you've ever four, seen those. $440. It was 400 yeah, it was, it was, yeah, it was a little too much. Money, uh, money to get charged for some pins. For some pins. Uh, they felt real bad about it, though. And I did get a total of four free pins, technically, and a, another lanyard for free. So that was kind of nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, made me feel... I mean, I didn't really need to have that stuff for free, technically, because I was just like, I just want my money back on my card. <laughs> I didn't, instead, I didn't buy the, I didn't buy the I didn't buy boosters. these boxes, and I understand, like I said, I understand where the mistake happened. Yes, it's pretty easy. Like when you're going through a lot of transactions and people are on there, you know, like I want this, and like when you hear one word, you associate it with the same thing. We do this in Magic when we're playing games, same thing. So I get it, but like I said, it was, it was, uh, they were very insistent. On making me happy when I already told them I was. You're gonna crying. take this shit and you're gonna like it. Yeah, because I was willing just to buy two more pins in a lanyard, anyways. But they gave it to me for that, and I was like, okay. No, we're going straight. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, we're, yeah, we're, 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 this is wrong side. Look for it. We're gonna be. He- we're gonna don't, be. Heading, don't mind us. Yes. I'm confused driving this truck. You know, we're heading. To, we're heading to DL to drop off and you. Yeah, I'm. A, yeah. Okay. So Not yeah, the point can... on the podcast. Yes. Um, so to to continue on. Uh, I bought, yeah, I bought a lot of prints. I I got some Miranda Miranda Meek prints for my wife. There is this dope looking heart and uh, deer skull with snake antlers, and she was out of the oni masks that she had. So I am on 
uh, order to get those sent to me because she was having a buy two get one free for their print sale or for a print sale going on there, and that was super dope. Um, uh, so I got those on Sunday, and I did uh, more signing. I got Wizard of Barge to sign my uh, my slime mimeoplasm, so that was super yeah. sick. Oh, and uh, also Wizard of Barge had these stickers that said "Life is trash" and I'm just dumpster diving. I got one. And the cool thing is I sent that picture to my boss. I'm like, hey, if I get more of these, kind of put them on the garbage trucks. And he said, I, you know I don't care. So as soon as tomorrow comes, I'm bringing those stickers and I'm going to be sticking them on the garbage trucks. And I got to figure out where would be a good spot to stick them so they could be seen by people. Because I think bumper that's bad. Yeah, it's bumper sticker. Put them on but the back. In the, in the back. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Back. Yeah. And I don't know. On the front or back is this. Yeah. Back. Yeah, back. Put it back. Okay, so I'm going to put them on the back. the back where it won't get ripped off so easily. Yeah, and uh, Wizard of Barge wants me to tag them on Instagram when I do that, so I'm fucking nice. excited for that. So I got I got those stickers. They're, they're going on the garbage truck, so that's kind of a highlight there. I got my son, um, Andrea uh, Rad... Uh, I keep wanting to say Radke, but Radic. Radic. Uh, Andrea Radic. She, she did the OMG kitty, so she got like, really cute art and stuff, and it looks so good, and it's like the art that my son would like. So I got him a semi uh, sem, Sempede which is a character of a graphic novel that she uh, wrote and produced and printed or whatever. And I got the book, the stuffy for him, and then I got him a couple of her pins of these cute little animals and stuff. So I did that. I I stood in line. So like I said, I stood in line for Richard Caden Ferguson. That's where I talked to a bunch of people about stuff, and it was really cool. Got up to Richard Caden Ferguson. I had a foil profane tutor, my Sulkanar from the Time Spiral bonus sheet, and the Dakin for MI, and the the, the normal profane tutor for uh, Danny here. I got up there, and I was telling him about the Sulkanar, how I'm challenged to – Nomad challenged me to make the Sulkanar deck. And then it was brought up that, you know, he's uh, Nomad is a, uh, an old school magic player and has a Daka on deck and loves it a lot. And he's like, you know what? How about I take a picture with you so you can send it to him? So, Nomad, I'm going to be sending you my picture with Richard Kane Ferguson, who said, uh, who said, thank you for being old school magic or for thank you for liking his art. Yeah. So. That, that that was pretty that was pretty tight too, and it's funny. He stands up and he's like, "Oh, you're a big fella." Cool. <laughs> he didn't realize how tall you were, huh? Yeah, it was because yeah, the picture I got like a good head and a half higher than him and stuff. So, and and Richard Kane Ferguson, you know, he's like a he looks like a stock guy. Like I don't know, I think he does like he has to be working out of some sort. So he has like some shit there. Um, then yeah, the after night magics. You know, we did come home. Uh, oh, the food, the food uh, that uh, Casey and Garrett both made. The tacos Friday night were tacos delicious, and the and the meat queso stuff that Garrett made. Yeah, that meat queso was like, the bomb. Fucking that was pretty lit to have that on Friday night, Saturday night. Casey made some awesome made shrimp some pasta. Awesome, like, well, it's, it's his shrimp. it's his version of like a Diablo pasta with like shrimp and sausage and whatever like mm-hmm. fucking good it was delicious that's all that mattered it was delicious yeah so we we, we were well fed we, we never even went out to eat at night even because of that no we went out the first night we went out to the I bar mean, that was just because we needed something to eat yeah we got there late, we got there late oh our, shit our travel there, there's the salt there's my there's the big that's, the, that's, that's my the overall salt <laughs> that's the overall for, salt for big old Matt here okay so let's start off with that we were getting ready to go down the plan was to take my car and head down <laughs> 
and I, everything was fine. All all was good. We were driving, got everybody loaded up. We picked up a mew at uh, at the meetup spot. The worst part for the mew was he had to deal with all that. Yeah, he had to deal with all that. We were about <laughs> like go to Fargo, which he did not expect to go. He do. did not have to go to Fargo. So we're driving, and we made it past. Uh, we made it past deal, getting close to Wadena. And all of a sudden, I started hearing a noise. Uh, uh, Anthony was talking, and I'm like, oh, shush, shush, shush. And I'm listening, and I hear a noise, and stuff like that. I'm like, that does not sound good. No. And no. so we stopped at the gas station there, and I'm looking, and I'm, like, messing around, and I'm feeling like the CV axle. I'm like, huh? I guess maybe this is the CV axle. It's getting a little loose. I called some people, and uh, we're like, it's just worth it. We're not going to drive down if the CV axle is going out. So we made it back to Fargo safely. And we dropped it off whoa, at the mechanic. Whoa, whoa, whoa. We made it to the mechanic yeah, shop we made it in to Moorhead. The, we made it to the mechanic shop in Moorhead. Because we didn't want to push anymore, which yes, because we're when lucky we, we made it there. Yeah, when we got when we got into when we got into Moorhead, uh, I was poking my head out the window when we were slowing down, and I actually then started seeing the wheel was moving, and I was like, uh oh. It's bad. So we uh, had good luck on our side to not die. Yes, very much so. Got it to the mechanic shop, and then also uh, this is the other other bit of like shit there. Uh, Thursday morning, I take the dogs out to walk in the morning, and uh, my dumbass locked the door handle. We have we have a keypad entry, uh, like a deadbolt keypad de- uh, deadbolt, yep. and then uh, the door handle locks. And my son, when he comes, he beats us home from school, uh, from when my my wife gets done and when I get done. So he just uses the code to get in. But because I locked the door handle, he didn't have the key for that. He had the the deadbolt code, and so he was locked out of the house. And he called me as we're on our way back. And I'm like, okay, we'll, we'll be there in a bit. Go to our daycare because our, our daycare provider is not too far from us. And so he went there and hung, and hung out with it, hung out with her for a bit. And so we're, we, had to, we had to go to my place, let him in. And then uh, Anthony went to home to get his truck. So we're in his truck yeah. doing this podcast here. So then we loaded. Uh, we got everybody picked up my place, went back to the mechanic shop, took everything out of my car to put it into Anthony's car. And at that point, when we found out that my wheel bearing was shot, it was pretty roughed. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And my, roughed. and my, uh, rotor, my rotor got fucked up too because of that. So I had to get, I had to get that chain. So now here I am. Thank God I sold some magic cards because 800 plus dollars later. Yeah. <laughs> it was good. I didn't need the car for this weekend, but man, it fucking hurts. Well, and like we talked about too, as we're leaving the stage day, it kind of worked out because Danny originally, would have not been with us yeah. if we if he would have known like we couldn't do the flippy thing. Yeah, he, so I mean like it in reality of the overall picture, things worked out and we got to where we needed to be. Yeah, yeah so, pretty pretty swimmingly. The arguably. universe the universe rewarded us with a lot of good stuff, I think. So yes. it was okay. Got all the bad juju out before the weekend. Yeah, that, that the whole car was the bad juju there. <laughs> And that, because that took a lot. That was a waste of time. So, like, see, I told you it'd be fine. <laughs> yes. Emu putting up with us the whole time. Just imagine, yeah, you're, we're fine. Emu, Mr. Brightside over here. <laughs> Optimist Mr. Oscar. You could say Bright Palm. Oh, oh, <laughs> Mr. Bright Palm. <laughs> we, need to, we need to hit up, um, oh, why am I drawing a blank on the, uh, MTG Remy? We got to hit up Mr. Uh, MTG Remy. To be like, hey, we have an idea for you for a, a magic parody. Yeah. Mr. Bright Palm. Mr. Bright Palm. Mr. Bright Palm. I'm going to actually hit him up. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. Um, so, so I think that's the end of the sugar and salt report for everything else. I know that there's a bunch more in there. I played magic. I got my Shieldred, the Apocalypse for my Nekusar deck. I got, uh, oh, 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 one more thing. Sunday, last oh, minute. Boy. I did not know. 
so in a, when I was in line for Richard Kane Ferguson, I was talking to some people and talking about my Verena deck and how Master of Death was like low key a really good card in that deck and just like a solid card in general. And one of the people was saying, "It's like you know the artist is here for that." And I'm like, "Really?" Oh, yeah. And it was Just John. Sneaking. Yeah, uh, John Stan- uh, Stanco was there, and I'm like, "No fucking way!" Like this is an amazing card. And if he's here, and I was, uh, you can see his booth from the Richard Kane Ferguson booth. So my plan was to go and get my uh, master of death sign go up there and i'm just like dude i didn't realize that this was you that this was your art so i'm here i want to get this sign he's like yeah and he was telling about some of his other cards he also did drown of the lock and that's another one of my favorite cards so i got the drown of the lock for my nekusar deck signed as well and in that time we exchange information and i I don't think i'm safe to say anything right now but we're going to be we're going to be interviewing him we're going to be hitting him up. Hopefully interviewing. Yes, yeah. hopefully interviewing. I say that there's, there's, there's a good chance. So we'll get just get excited for that alone. A John Stanco interview because he has some fabulous art. Prismatic ending, uh, rooftop storm, uh, like I said, master of death, uh, drown of the lock. Uh, the scob. Yeah, the the possessed scob. Didn't real that one I missed. That one was in my deck. And I didn't realize it until uh, well, he, when like we got said, back. You just didn't know he was there. Right I didn't away, know so he was there, so I didn't have time to prepare my fucking cards and shit. So I'm hoping to get that. So and also be looking for an interview with that. Uh, let's see what else was there. I picked up some pretty cool those pretty cool flannel shirts. Those things are I think, those things didn't are all summer. Of us get one. Did, Dan, did you get one? Did what? you get one of those flannel, those nice magic flannel, flannel shirts? I did not. I was, trying, I was so, thinking about it, but I decided not to. Oh, so did Garrett get one? I don't, I don't know. Think, I don't think Bra- Brandon. I got Brandon and I one. And I got one. You got one? Yeah. Okay. I guess we'll just have to wear them one day. For we'll us. have to wear them. Well, one I, day. I, I thought about it, but I was like, eh. it's a really good looking flannel. Actually, it's a really nice shirt, it, and it's very it breathable. It was just more like, yeah, I know. For me, it was. It's more like, hey, I gotta pinch some pennies. But yeah, fair. And all That's that. fair. Which is so, fair. You could have sold that. Uh, Awesomely signed. No, Lotus. that thing's not leaving that, my yeah, side. Yeah, that, that thing is now his <laughs> possession no, no, no. forever. No, it's that's just like okay. me going around asking, "Hey, how much would you sell a Mox Diamond?" Yeah, Jim and Ten for. Yeah, and what? what Which the I did. I went to. And then I asked traders. a couple other people. I'm like, because uh, I asked uh, the seller or the buyer for um, pastime. Okay. Thing was, yeah, it was pastime. He's like, honestly, I have no idea. Um. But then I don't think he specializes in graded cards. Yeah. Um, See, the place I went to was called Purple Mana, and they, they, yeah, he, they that dude was like super. Yeah, they're down they're, into they're high stuff. quality. Yeah. The, the Purple Mana guy was yeah. where I sold. Like after everyone got through my cards, he bought all my like bulk cards there. So I got like two hundred plus dollars from the rest of my bulk. From yep. nice. and I traded a bunch of my excess stuff and got myself a lightly played Kaldish Invention oh, yeah, Soul the- Ring. Oh, those things look good. Like if I ever, if we ever get to a thing where I run to uh, Vulcan Balga, you're getting that shit. He's signing. signing. He's, he's signing. signing. Uh, uh, yeah, he's signing my Mox Diamond too. Exactly. So, and then I also got like a sculpt seal, and then got thirty dollars back in cash. I couldn't make a difference for trade of the money I had left over, so I just like I'll just take this cash. The, on, the only issue with Bul- Vulcan is he. I don't think he'll ever come over here. No, because he is set in Germany. Oh, is he? Yeah, he. Yeah, Christian, Christian, let's work on some arbitrage. No, here, baby. It, that, that's the thing. That's the thing. <laughs> I, that no, no, time is never leaving no, no, my no. hands. Personal arbitrage. I'm saying we take a trip to Germany. Oh, know? there's Command Fest in Germany, man. Yeah, there is. Should, should it's a thousand dollars to get over there. I don't should, think we're gonna get there this year, but like someday maybe we can. Maybe. Someday we can. But point is, uh, 
Where were we at? Because you just like sidetracked us hard with everything. I did. Uh, we were talking. <laughs> you were talking about Vulcan. You know, before that. Before though. that, because I brought up the diamond stuff. We we're talking about the, oh. past times and all yeah. that. Yeah, like, uh, I was ta- I was talking numbers. about the John Stanko so. and stuff. So like somewhere in between there, that's where we just yeah, side anyway. tangent off hardcore. Welcome to our podcast. Yes. Welcome to fangirling. Uh, yeah, it's a great time. We, we might we might have this. new people listening to us now. So yeah, this is this is the content that you're gonna get. A little more structure on the normal on the on the normal weeks. Maybe we're just we should like, just do this from now on. Yeah, that's Dude, what I'm on saying. The driving on drives. Just, yeah. like uh, I said, just drive around Fargo sh- for two hours. All right, do it. We might have to get headsets. Emil, can you approve this? message for us eh. <laughs> <laughs> certified seal of approval we're in you didn't it's say no you didn't say no you didn't <laughs> say no we're there okay um i don't know so let's give let's give like a, a final thoughts kind of a thing with magic con all in all take like a sentence to no more than a paragraph because this was all of our first magic con no 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 more than a sentence no more than a sentence. A paragraph is too much. We can't do that. No, although, no, give no. although, like, small parenthetical I want to add that I forgot about was that uh, the crew from Ultima Gaming was there as well. Oh, fuck, that's right. There's I know, I know, that's how much God, uh, whirlwind it is after the fact. Yeah, a lot of stuff. <laughs> yeah, so many people there. Uh, Dave from Ultima Gaming, you know, we, he gave us some uh, pre-release packs to give away to people as we were walking around. We gave away... We gave away packs and shit and cards to people and Ultima Gaming in Detroit Lakes. If you're around the area, you gotta check Dave out. Like they're they're the stuff that they got going on there is amazing. And if you're there, you could definitely find a Mew playing on Wednesday Commander League still, right? Or are you doing another thing? I don't, at Ultima? Know, I don't know if he's starting Commander League back up yet, but uh okay. soon probably. Okay, there we go. So yeah, check out Ultima Gaming. They're cool. We got to play so many games. I got to play with Dave, and Dave was playing uh, his mono white um, humans, humans. But it was like taxi deck to like not, but not taxi. It was like make everyone slow down. It was yep. kind of his his. It, just, was it wasn't a Grand Augustine tax. Yeah. Hey, just oh, because we, I play the IRS doesn't mean I can't audit people's taxes. Yeah, I know. Okay. Can we can we talk real quick about how I was very uh, adamant that everyone needed to be paying their can taxes? We never pay the one. Jeez, yeah, you always pay the Never yes. pay the Matt one. Matt got really salty at me. It's not a salt. Because I was... No, you were salty. Was you were salty. You were super was, salty in that game. Matt, you're the reason I yelled at everybody. Yeah, I'm convincing. I'm not salty. I'm like, we do not let him draw cards. We are paying the Ristic Study. And and even that's those, why. Even though one drop and two drop spells were costing four or five mana. And <laughs> that is why and poor, I poor had the you. chance to take my Linvala uh, Keeper of Silence and slap Matt for death. Right away out of the game. I was fine with that. I died, but because we, I convinced everybody to be paying for Ristic Study. He failed to pay his taxes. That's what happened. Because I convinced everybody to pay for the Ristic Study tax, Anthony did not have any cards in hand, and he lost that game. And that is all I cared about. And that wasn't even at Magicon. That was just at the Airbnb the night hey, of. Like I said before, I I, I went on the high ground of the moral victory. If I, I got that. the moral victory. No, you didn't. Because I you totally got the moral. You're, you're still hey, salty about it. You got the mystic. It's not the salty. I'm I Brandon, am holding Brandon, this thing with Brandon pride. Brandon admitted that it didn't taste too good to win. It tasted fabulous. And you're no, making he this up. Knows it. He you're knows making it. it. Anyways, hey, moving hey, Matt, on. You're getting a soft topic. Okay, so uh, <laughs> yeah, yes. Salt boiler, uh, pay, uh, pay your pay your study, no, and remember your graveyard is your second hand. Do not so, listen to Matt. Just play the game the way you want. That's it. See, I give yeah. people cards. Man. Ne- next up, so let's do let's do cards the magic. No, let's do the magic let's content. Let's do the thought. Just the, the magic thought. That's it. Who wants to start off with this? Don't let Matt be in charge of the Airbnb. 
<laughs> Sir, this is the one you sent me and said, get this one. Sir, I told you to get this one three months before this It was not one. three months before. It was not three months before. Right, a month before. If that. I cannot the believe the other one was this, better. Niv it. <laughs> I am going to Niv it now. All right, you do that. That's your that's your sentence you want on Magicon? Yes. Okay. I'm you? Well, overall, I felt I had a pretty good time. Would do again. When okay. it comes to the area. Go ahead. Anthony? Um, I would just say uh, my thought is the new design of this Magicon is just amazing. It brings it brings everyone out of the woodworks, and you get to see everything from every perspective. So there were people there that have been to all, uh, a few of the other Magic Cons that said that Minneapolis was an improvement, if not better than Vegas. And Aaron Forsythe said even himself of all the cons they've attempted and tried, this was the best one they've had. Yeah, so far, uh, and I'm glad the best. It's and, and it, it wasn't just they it's got, okay. It's they, the best. They honestly got nowhere to go for up from here. But yeah. uh, my 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 final bit on Magicon is that this experience was amazing, and if you can make it work in any way possible, I would recommend if you can make it to a Magicon or heck even like a Command Fest. I can't imagine a Command Fest yeah. is too far just, off from this a smaller size. Just make it to one in your yeah. lifetime. That's all that matters. This was a hell of an experience. You meet awesome people, and you have. Great stories to just remember for arguably the rest of your life. True. Like how Matt Salty Bowers to say always. And your grandparents are second hand. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So that's the that's the long ass boggle desk. We're gonna jump into the news here real quick, and we only got the two things. Which one are you gonna do, Danny? You got pulled up. You got the standard stuff or you got the secret layer stuff? Um, or the Lord of the Rings stuff. Like those are the three bits. I well we still have that article from Hipster of Coast. Which in one? Discord. About the reports, or was that? Because I was on the twenty eighth. You posted that. I don't know. If was that in the news? The yeah, news article. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That was yeah. We talked that Hasbro stuff on okay, the other I week. Okay, I just want to make sure. Okay, so you so want yeah, you pull do, up you pull the up standard. the standard. You can read the whole article because it's not super long and it's very detailed. Is that the oh. screenshots you have, or you want me to actually pull? Yeah, oh, guys, you can read the article. Right, it's a tank. It is a tank. Nice slasher. slasher. <laughs> We just drove by a semi with a tank on the back of it. And it's called Slasher. That's cool. So just the screenshots? Uh, no, the screenshots are really like just the highlights that I wanted okay. people to take away. The Because uh, some of the interesting stuff that Aaron, uh, I think it was Aaron Forsyth that wrote this article, did. And then I will queue up, uh, I'll queue up the other ones. Yeah, it was Aaron Forsyth and Billy Jensen. Um, but anyways, uh, they are revitalizing Standard. Um, standard is and has always or has long been vital to thriving local stores. Uh, regular play, a robust competitive tabletop scene, local metagames, and the cheeky friendly competitive edges infused into so many local game stores that when standard struggles, stories take no, our stores take note. Uh, even in the context of magic growing leaps and bounds over the last few years, tabletop standard hasn't kept pace. Commander has grown tremendously. More and more people enjoy Pioneer and Modern, and Standard sees more play on Magic the Gathering Arena every day than individual games of any other formats. Uh, it concerns us when Tabletop Standard gets left behind despite Magic's tremendous growth. Time and time again, we've heard from players and local store owners that they believe a healthy, well-liked, well-attended Standard is still incredibly important to their experience and their success. 
lately, uh, we've been doing more at asking and listening to assess how we can help standard. Um, and we've been putting together plans to do just that. That helps, um, it helps that standard once again gain traction as a fun format showcased in the world, world tour, Arts and Machines, this very last weekend. Um, but we also recognize we need to make a more public commitment to standard and competitive magic, tabletop magic. As such, we'll be rolling out multifaceted plans over the coming months to do so. So, today, step one. Uh, that step is that we're going to extend, I did say extend the life cycle of all cards in standard by one week, one year, now one weird, uh, it's one year. Um, so starting with the current standard environment, sets will rotate out every three years rather than every two. Um, that means the release of Wilds of Eldraine there will be no standard rotation for this year only. The following year is 2024, Innistrad Crimson Vow, Innistrad Midnight Hunt, Kamigawa Neon Dynasty, and Streets of New Compendo will rotate out of standard. MTG wow, will now make change for standard but not alchemy. Um, our intent with this change is not to overshadow all of the amazing growth, commander, pioneer, modern, and other formats have seen in recent years, but instead give players more reason to engage with standard. Extending the standard rotation to three years will, we believe, achieve two, ma uh, two main points in addition, and an additional benefit. Uh, that we can make tabletop standard more enjoyable. So first up we have, this will give current standard cards more longevity. Um, that kind of speaks for itself. Second one is that will allow mechanics and archety archetypes to be more effectively built over time. And lastly, it also gives us stronger tools to create an environment where decks are more colors and mechanics, quote, um, like green, white, toxic, and blue, white soldiers, and less mid-range. Um, we, believe, we believe that this will give standard more stability and more viability, um, and strengthen it for more local game stores. Our attention towards improving the standard experience won't be ending here to help ensure standard strides at local game stores, we'll be growing out a multi-step plan to support and revitalize standard tabletop play, while later steps are still in planning stages. Uh, we felt that it was important to share this change as early as possible once our plans around rotation were locked into place. The rest of the plan is currently undergoing uh, iterations and will roll out as we finalize it. While we work on that, we want to hear from you. So tweet us uh, at, tweet us at Play MTG or at Wizards underscore Magic, or you can just join the Discord and just share over there. Um, so yeah, their whole uh, their thoughts and comments will are will be held out on a future episode of Weekly MTG on May sixteenth. So put it on your calendar, watch it, and uh, yeah. Yeah, well, that's a really cool thing that they had. I mean, I had a judge tell me about that while I was playing. The two headed giant stuff, and I was like, that's awesome because, like, it basically we get a little bit of what extended was like for like when I was playing. So, this I think I swear to Matt, we had this on the episode with Tandy. We had talked about something of where yeah, like, like extending standard deeper card pool. You could go back and like, listen to our new school yeah. episode, it has to be in there. I, like, I swear the, we the, talked the, about I'm pretty something sure with we this. did too. Like, not like you know, that's I think it was something like we talked about they should maybe try doing or think of doing. Just to give a more longevity, because like I said, like extended was, it was, 
before like the Jun era, where like that kind of got really cruddy in that time. But like it was actually a lot of fun for playing extended back then. If you can find content on YouTube, even of extended stuff, um, it it builds and thrives with a lot of interesting decks. So like this for standard will be the same, I think. I and I hope I really do because I'd love to see it that way. I think all of us here are more on the optimistic end because if Wizards is going to try something to try and revitalize a format, yeah, you're going to have the people that are poo-pooing saying, oh, this is just a way for them to be picking more money from us out of their current sets, you know, extend the life of. Uh, And you know what, that's whatever they want to say, but the truth is for players that they don't have deep enough pockets to afford a lot, like this allows them once again to have more time. And even the same thing we talked about with Tandy about the new school, like, give players the ability to have more time with stuff to play with. It makes you wonder. Tandy has a big audience. Do you think that this kind of ruffled up their feathers a little extra more because like the thought of a new format kind of coming in? Uh, I, I would say it did. I mean, it's the same with what happened in the Frontier, and that's how we got Pioneer. I, I mean, could so it be that? Possible. I don't know. Are yeah. we, put, are we put, Oracle seeing this? Let's, let's put our, uh, our tinfoil hats off to the side here, but yeah. <laughs> oh, my hat. There's that. It's going to... Uh, uh, I do want to say two things here. We're going to hold off the news for the Tales of Middle-Earth until Garrett's with us, because I know he would enjoy talking about yep. that. Yep. And so. then also the Doctor Who information that came out, because that yep. that's a that Garrett is, that we need that to do. That is a Garrett thing. So uh, we're going to talk about the Commander Legends or the Commander Masters first look that they did, because that'll be quick. The Wilds of Eldraine, because that'll also be quick. Yep. And then uh, we'll do the... We'll do the Secret Lair right now, the full Secret Lair Cute to Brute deck. <laughs> oh, that was adorable. Yeah, okay, so we're going to do that one next here. And um, and don't worry for our listeners, I will not be reading anything from these articles since I am driving, so yes, I he's listening. have comments and listen. So this one is straight from the Wizards Mothership here. Secret Lair returns to the Commander format with, the, uh, with that double down on flipping fun of double-faced cards, including your commander. From cute to brute is a complete 100-card commander deck ready to rumble with friends and includes five traditional foil double-faced cards featuring front-face artwork by Nana Kwai, Nana Kwai and back-face artwork by God Machine. So the cards that they're showing here are all flip cards. Arc Avacyn Angel that flips into Avacyn the Purifier. So the front is very cute, like lights, pinks, purples, and the back looks very like dark comic-esque, like graphic novel art by God Machine. So you got like a scary looking Avacyn angel on the back, but you know, to those uh, out there who probably do mommy, sorry, mommy, sorry. I see. Um, Bloodline Keeper, which on the back is Lord of Lineage, which is also very intense. You have Eska, God of the Tree, which on the back is the Prismatic Bridge. And the art on that one, it has um, Avacyn, Nicol Bolas, Lord of Lineage, and uh, one of the demons, or the Westfell Abbey demon. Yeah, Ormondal. There we go, Ormondal on it, just standing there looking tough. Uh, I'm going to get a little point on that Prismatic Bridge at the end and at the end of this whole bit. Then there's Nicol Bolas, the Ravager, that flips over to Nicol Bolas, the Arisen. Lame. And uh, it looks really good. It's the front intense. side is very adorable. Front side is yeah. You can't deny the front side is an adorable little dragon. I'm just saying lame because it's Nick Bolas. I mean fair. He's poo-pooing on you, Matt. Uh, and Westville Abbey, my wife loves this card. This is one of her favorite cards. So I think she's going to be hyped for the cute front and the fucking metal-looking back of Ormondal. So those are the uh, you'll find non-foil reprint DFCs and tokens 
in the Cute from Brute Commander deck, 42 double-faced reprints, 53 single-faced reprints, 15 double-faced tokens, and 5 double-faced display cards. So the, the one thing interesting about this, before we go any further, I remember they were talking about the uh, flipping of Okun, the uh, coin flipping Okun. Zinder split and Okun. Yeah, that had 8 double side cards like for the so. flip yeah for two sides to look at yeah two sides of the or same card to, which were they, which one you wanted to use yeah and stuff like that and there's there i remember mark rosewater either on his blog talk or his drive to work was talking about the printing process a little bit on how like extensive to have commander decks printed like this uh was so interesting that they're doing this process again but with 42 double face reprints well i mean they must have figured out what they yeah. did wrong which was not putting another enough double faces in there Maybe. That was, that was the issue. You need more double-sided cards. So the full list is available and stuff right now. I'll just kind of like read a couple of the cards. They got Jace's Vryn's Prodigy, Liliana Heretical Hearer, Chandra Flame of Kaladesh, uh, Nissa Vastwood Seer. Do they have... A- Kithian? Is he in there? I'm looking. Kithian to Gideon? Kithian to Gideon. It's not in alphabetical order here. They got Clovory. Uh, God. it's a five-color deck. Clovory, God of Kinship. And he's just... It's just a single white. Yeah, he's a single white. There he is. Yep. He was okay. right there. Kithian Iroa that turns into Gideon Jura. Yep. So that's there. Uh, Cosmoa, God of the Voyage. Uh, Denic, Pious Apprentice. Uh, Shalai, Dean of Radiance. There's Sh- Shaley. And then Plarg, Mila. Sisse, Weatherlight Captain's in here. Nice. Zitalpa, Sphinx of the Second Sun. Beast Whisperer. Amiria, Soul of the Accord. Ken, Kenan, Bonnet, Bonder Prodigy. Triplicate Titan, Deluvan Primordial, Butcher of Malachur, Tireless Provisioner, Risk the Redeem, Meteor Golem, and Sandstorm. Lands, you got uh, a lot of the pathways. It looks like 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, I mean, 8, 9, 10. All 10. You probably have to do that. That is probably the most intense thing, actually. Like, those are. Those are. Nice. Those are some. Those are non tap dual land. Double. You know, yeah, like you pick a side, dual you get, lands. You get it. So it's, it's the dual lands for. Uh, it's it's a uh, it's dual lands light. Yeah, especially is, for people that want to play yeah. legacy. Yeah, but typically you, you know five color stuff. decks they're putting in like tap land a lot of the tap yeah. lands and that was like one of the biggest complaints of the Ur Dragon deck that came out in twenty eight seventeen. Uh, no, 20, it was a twenty fifteen deck. The twenty eight fifteen was the eminence. Okay. Eminence. Yeah. So. So they were a little upset about that. There are some uh, tap lands here: Path of Ancestry, Jungle Shrine, Frontier, Biovic, uh, Seaside Citadel. Like they got those there, but the full, the full, uh, full Monty of pathways that is important, I'd say, yeah, for this good. list. Um, Legion's Landing, which is a flip card. Search for Escanta, which is a flip card. Hadana's Climb, Journey, uh, Journey to Eternity, and Guardian Project. Guardian Project's not a flip card, but Journey to Eternity is. They got uh, Time Wipe, Farseek, Harmonize, Urza's Ruinous Blast, Balaged Recovery, Ondu Inversion, Utter End, Volakut Awakening, Hagra Mauling. Oh, Arlen, Cord, and Garuk to the Rentless. Two, flip plane, uh, two more Flip Planeswalkers there. Nice. Artifacts, you got Treasure Map, Thematic Compass, Azor's Gateway, Dowsing Dagger, uh, Elbrus, the Binding Blade, the big demon. Yep, when a yep. person loses, you put 13 plus 1 plus 1 counters on there. That's awesome. Arcane Signet, command, uh, Chromatic Lantern, Command Sphere, Fellow War, Stern, Soul Ring. That's kind of like the, the typical artifact pack rampant. Yep. Uh, then apparently Tolvar's Huntmaster and Arlen the Pax Hope are in there. Cool. So you can identify repints by looking for the Planeswalker symbol at the bottom, just like the list, and it just kind of goes into... Uh, their selection of tokens and stuff for this as well. 
I'm just going to quickly look through the tokens. You got vampire tokens, zombie tokens, wolf tokens, ape tokens, um, soldier tokens. It, it got every token that you're going to want for this deck. The deck looks kind of cool, and it says the price currently at $149.99, and English language only, limited to time while supplies last. The Secret Lair Super Spring 2023 discounts don't apply for cute from brute but does qualify for free shipping where available so it goes on sale today may 8th at 9 a.m so it's on sale now and is available at the secret layer it doesn't say when it's done probably the same time then that the spring one drop spring drop ends probably since they're kind of like saying that it doesn't include their discounts but the free shipping so probably when the spring one ends that one that one ends too so yeah, there's that, uh, Secret Lair Commander deck. Uh, we'll quickly run over just the Commander Masters here and stuff. At Magic Fest, or Magic Con, they showed the four front-facing Commanders and then some reprints, like Jeweled Lotus getting a reprint, and they have a borderless version of it and an etched foil. Ur-Dragon's getting a reprint and a profile uh, art of it and an etched foil. Capture of Jingzhou which is a five-mana take an extra turn that was originally printed in one of the portal sets. Oh, uh, that's And it has an etched foil. Personal Tutor, which was also in one of the kingdoms, uh, is now getting a, uh, a regular, a borderless, and an etched printing. Savala is getting a regular, a profile, and an etched printing. And then the Commander decks, the Eldrazi deck, the thing that you're, we're going to just... They haven't shown any of the other cards except the front-facing cards. Yeah, just the commanders. So uh, work with me here as I go through this name. Zulodok Void Gorger. This is for the Eldrazi Unbound Colorless deck. So five and a colorless for a 7-4 legendary Eldrazi. Colorless spells you cast from your hand with mana value 7 or greater have Cascade, Cascade. So you get two, two instances of Cascade when you cast oh, a colorless thing. This thing yeah. is amazing. It ha- going in my deck. has an extended art, an etched foil that you can get in packs. Next up, the face commander for Enduring Enchantments, which is an Abzan enchantment deck, is uh, Anakitha, Hand of Erebos. Two white, black, green for a 4-4 legendary enchantment creature demigod, Menace. Other enchantment creatures you control have Menace, and when Anthika enters the battlefield or attacks, exile up to one target non-aura enchantment card from your graveyard. Create a token that's a copy of that card, except it's a 3-3 black zombie creature in addition to its other types. And so I like this because you can make a painful quandary 3-3 zombie now. This also has an extended art and an etched foil uh, variant. Next up is the Planeswalker Party, which has Commodore Guff at the lead. A Planeswalker for white, red, blue, one, enters with five loyalty, and can be your commander, reads, at the beginning of your end step, put a loyalty counter on another target Planeswalker you control. It has a plus one of create a 1-1 one, one red wizard creature token with tap, add red, spend this many mana to only cast a Planeswalker spell. Has a neg three of you draw X cards and Commodore Guff deals X damage to each opponent where X is the number of planeswalkers you control. Also, uh, extended art and a, or no, no extended art, just an etched foil. Next up, we have the Sliver Swarm, which is a five color deck. 
You have Sliver Grave Mother. For Wooburg, a 6-6 legendary sliver you'll have that says, The legend rule does not apply to slivers you control. Each sliver creature card in your graveyard has Encore X, where X is his mana value, and Sliver Grave Mother has Encore itself. So you can reanimate those beautiful, beautiful slivers, baby. Hey, reminder about Encore. What, how does the ability work again? Yes. So Encore is you pay five and uh, exile this card from your graveyard. For each opponent, create a token that's a copy that's attack, that attacks that opponent this turn if able. They gain haste, sack at the beginning of the next, and step activate only as a sorcery. Okay. So it's the... It's the Essentially, it's myriad for creatures, right? See, like that the, you can pull from the graveyard. From the graveyard stuff, which is really cool. Which is yep. a really cool mechanic, actually. I think the big one that has Encore is like Phyrexian Trinus form or whatever. Yep, Phyrexian Trinus form, and when it falls apart, it goes from being a... Is it like some... I can't remember. It basically turns itself into like three... It's a warm core kind of thing. golems or whatever. So, yeah, it's pretty cool. So, those are the face cards. We haven't received any other information on commander masters except for booster decks to compete in it's, everything's getting released released august 4th more details to come important dates previews begin july 11th the commander deck previews begin july 16th card image gallery completed by july 21st there's going to be a pre pre-release with loading ready run on july 22nd WPM Premium Store Preview events happening July 28th through the 30th. Command Zone Podcast Extra Turns Gameplay August 2nd. And then the Global Tabletop Launch August 4th. And that's what we got on Commander Masters. And we'll close up on Wilds of Eldraine, which there was no cards, just art that were shown and uh, product images here. So we're going back to Wild of Eldraine. The, the gist is there. People are falling asleep un, uh, un, uh, curiously. You're going there, yeah. figuring things out. And we do know that Ashiok is going to be there. Well, people are sleeping, man. Like, yeah, people are sleeping. Where Ashiok's else better to go get, cash in on some nightmares? Yes. So Ashiok is there. We have uh, the gingerbread lady, the gingerbread man's wife. Sire. Si- Sire Ginger Sir Gingerbread. Yep. They showed they showed the image, but not the card itself. But we're getting a legendary gingerbread creature riding a horse, riding a gingerbread horse. It's it's the gal that lost her husband to to good old Garrick in the kitchen. Yes, from the old uh, preview. She's coming back with a vengeance. Oh, she's mad. She is mad. Oh, she's mad. She has her olive fork lance. So a couple things here. They say Eldraine will charm you with its familiar and beloved fairy tale whimsy, but this time there's a twist. The will venture beyond the castle walls and into the wilds, a mysterious and vast expanse of wilderness. Uh, this will be your first chance to catch a glimpse of the multiverse after the Frexians' attempted invasion. You'll get encounter new and familiar faces as they deal with the aftermath of the invasion, including the destruction caused by the Frexians and the unforeseen consequences of their force. Uh, it's still too early. We're just giving you a quick sneak peek of the art and introduce you to some of the few, uh, some of the characters. Yeah, I'm excited. We're getting more Ashiok. Ashiok's one of my favorite planeswalkers. Now Matt is going to fangirl out. I will fangirl out. That's all we know <laughs> on Wilds of Train. Links down below so you can see this art. The Ashiok art, Ashiok art looks amazing. The Gingerbread Lady art looks amazing. There's a dope-ass knight with a crown and a sword that's like glowing ethereally. And an elf that's holding a very mysterious-looking purple gemstone and looks very beautiful. Like, the art is amazing. So, that's the news that we got from MagicCon, Minneapolis. 
I think that's about everything we got here. We are recording at about an hour twenty three minutes. Well, do you so, want to do the MTG stocks? Nah, we'll be good. We're driving. I gotta, I gotta edit this a little bit here. So, I think we'll. Unless you, do you want to really do the game with us, Danny? If you want to do the game, I'm not going to take it away from you. I mean, we'll do it quick because Matt's only allowed to answer what format it's from. Sounds good. Okay. You cannot overthink this, Matt. Okay, so we're going to the contra currency section where we read an amazing article from mtgstocks.com that talks about, called the Weekly Winners. It talks about three to five cards moving up in price and three to five cards moving down in price. We play a little game about this where Danny, in this case, is going to be at telling us about the card, how much it's moved up in price, and then ask us what format is causing this spike and... There's no points. It's just fun. They're going to make fun of me. So, Danny, take us away. Okay, so... First card this week for the weekly winners is Metamorphous. Sitting at 399 has been increased by 280%. Matt, do you want me to read the card for you? Yeah, is this... Uh, let me... Let me. Is this the instant of, like, Gruel Hybrid 1 instant? Make- no. Okay. Metamorphous. Oh, Metamorphous. Blue one instant put target permanent an opponent controls on top of the owner's library. That opponent put, may put an artifact, creature, enchantment, or land card from his or her hand into play. And that's an enchantment? It's an instant. Oh, it's an instant. It's an instant. And it's from Scourge. And it's from Scourge. Scourge? Or Scourge. It's from Scourge. Scourge. Or Scourge in the Scourge. It's from Scourge. Scourge. Okay. This is why I'm on the bus. <laughs> I'm going to say that this is going to be Commander because I feel like Commander is like the easy default Man, right now. If I, can't, if I can't mull it over. Stop adding answers. Commander. My Commander? Vote for Commander, too. Commander. You guys are both incorrect. I'm oh. not surprised. It is Legacy. Dan Dan. Oh, fuck. Dan Dan is still. Oh, we forgot about Dan Dan. <laughs> Dan Dan is going to be a legit foreman now because for like the past yeah. month and a half. We've been talking about Dan Dan, if not like maybe every other week. Yeah. Because you got to remember, so if someone has Dan Dan, since yep. you're sharing the same deck in the, the format of Dan Dan, you you want the top card for yourself. Yep. Yeah. Okay. So yep. that, that makes, is why this, that makes a lot of sense, and that's actually that would that that's would awesome. be how you flip the board around. That is awesome. Uh, next up, we go to Norn's Choir Master. Oh, Norn's Choir at, Master. Norn's Choir Master. It's sitting at $11.14. It's increased by 273%. It is white, white, three for a Frexian Angel flying first strike. Whenever a commander you control enters battlefield or attacks, proliferate. It's a 5 4. This one came out in Mom, or was this. Um, this, this is from the no, Commander deck. This, this is, is Commander Frexian, all will be yeah. one. This should be an easy answer for you guys. I'm going Commander. Commander. That's right. Legacy. Amuse <laughs> <laughs> coming in hot with Legacy. Uh, yeah, obviously it's going to be Commander. <laughs> um, but yeah, so yeah, there's that. Um, next up, we go to Malfaceni. Fashion-y? I can't see the writing. It's uh four dollars. Uh, it's been increasing by one hundred twenty-three percent. It is red five. Uh, Beast Demon Flying, whenever you cast a spell from exile, copy it. You may choose new targets for the copy. If it's a permanent spell, the copy gains haste, and at the beginning of your end step, sacrifice is permanent. Or six. This is also coming out of a commander set. It's Commander Legends Battle of the Baldur's Gate. 
Commander? I'm going with Legacy. I should probably read these before. <laughs> See, I'm um, coming in hot. I'm giving you the answer. I'm not mulling it over. Can't blame this on me now. I, it's, no, we can't. Yeah, it's Commander. So oh, it's what, these these things coming out of Commander says obviously are going to be more often than not Commander. Yeah, fair True. with that. I was going to say the the staff of the storyteller. That one was a Commander deck one, but yep. that's moving up because of Legacy. Yep. So you got took away the Dungeoneer yep. stuff. Yep. yep. And then you also have like True Name Nemesis, which is, is which yeah. only moved up in price back in the day because so, of Legacy and not so Danny. Commander. Question so, is, why is this one moving up in Commander so much? Uh, so this one is uh, being moved because it's being found in front, except from XL Precon deck, uh, enables you double oh, your the Tiefling deck. Yeah. yeah. So a couple weeks back, um, Edgin uh, Lavers Ludus um, was announced in the Dungeons late uh, Secret Lair drop. Um, again, um, can only foretell your spells, so that just goes well with that. Foretelling spells because it's technically what in exile. Yep. Yeah. So yep. you double your foretold uh, spells. Yeah, so that's, that's pretty great. sick, that's actually. Cool. Yeah, that's awesome. I, I like that uh, the uh, the D and D foretell guy, uh, and I feel really bad about Dream Devourer. Well, Dream Devourer is the black version of that. Yeah, you could play, and it's just single black, and you're stuck in two colors, and that's a great card, I think. That's a little underrated, but that's besides the fact. That's yeah. it for. Uh, no, 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 no. Oh yeah, that we got. Just uh, let me finish. I Danny, will end Danny. this segment, there, yeah. sir. Yeah, he's gonna end. I'm this. in charge. Danny's in charge. You're answering questions. He's Danny's driving the, wheel, the bus, but not the yeah. truck. Just the bus. I drive the short bus. I got on the short bus. <laughs> anyway, number four is C double. It's four dollars and twenty-five cents currently, sitting at with a sixty-three percent increase. Um, actually, I should take that back. At the time of the article, it was at four twenty-five with a sixty-three percent increase. Not yep. double-checking those pricings. Anyway, right. uh, this comes out of Mom. Mom. Uh, Blue Boo Two Instant. This spell can't be copied. Uh, choose one. If an opponent has can't be eight count, or more, counter or copy. No, it can't be copied. Can't be copied. Oh, okay. I thought it was can't, can't be copied. Okay, so okay. You repeat over. Forever. Gotcha. This choose one. If an opponent has eight or more cards in their graveyard, you may choose both. Uh, count. Uh, copy target spell. You may choose new targets for a copy, or create a token that's a copy of a target creature. This one's moving up for a lot of different format reasons. I'm it's seeing play in Pioneer. My, my guess is Pioneer. It's Pioneer, and I could get a little more detail. If, are, and Danny, if Danny stick, can tell guys, that I'm wrong. I'm, okay. Are you guys sticking you, No, answers? you take Pioneer. I'm going to say, uh, then I'm going to say Standard. Oh, okay. my, my vote is going to be for Modern, actually. Oh, was it? Okay, if you're I Modern, like, I'm Pioneer. I, I feel like it's Pioneer or Modern, so I'm going to go with Modern. And I'll say Pioneer, then, because... Amu, what do you think? Uh... Or take a shot in the dark and say commander. Okay. Even better. Why not? Danny, who's So, right? here, here's what the article says. Okay. C-Double is probably one of the most underrated cards from the Martin Machines set, and people are catching up. It is a very powerful effect in just four mana that synergizes well with popular commander strategies. Copying a late game spell in commander can be absolutely backbreaking when you win game instead of losing. Uh, when we compare it to to an example, for an example, stunt double that also sits at three dollars and thirty one cents, then see double, uh, see double, and a strictly better card. 
but it also sees play recently in standard. Ah! <laughs> I fucking second in guess Gris, myself. In Gris 6 Hellraiser, deck C, C double, sees play alongside Capra's Hellraiser. Aggressive Hellraiser applies on synergy between these two cards. So, you're all wrong. Damn. And somehow, well, Matt, I mean, we talked you out of the right We talked, to, talked me out of the We're right point. Amu well, is half correct. Amu yes. got, got there close to saying command. Amu gets half a point. I do also, we get no points. I do want to say that um, this uh, this was a card that was talked about by Saffron Olive on Twitter pretty extensively. And, had, and also, it was a card that was brought up from Asparian Spike in a lot of oh. his chess runs with Capricious Hello. Uh, Raker, Hellriser. 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 Because he 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 ran a deck with this to try it out and try to really um, try to break it. I mean, that's the whole point of it. I, I don't remember what format he did that one. This one in. I want to say it was modern. Um, if I'm wrong on that, uh, don't tell me because I'll just find out later when I get home. Yeah, <laughs> and you'll hurt his feelings. I'll figure it out. No, I just <laughs> I'll, I'm gonna look it up when I get home, anyways. But the idea is, yeah, no, this is. It's a very good card. It's one to probably pick up. Oof, that was a bump. That was, that was a bump. sir. That wasn't the bump. That was a bump for me. Uh, <laughs> watch the no, wheel bearing. It's a uh, yeah. Watch that wheel bearing. Um, but yeah, that's where this is a good card. I mean, this is one that if I got time today when we get back, I'm probably gonna go pick up my other three copies I need for stuff. That would be the time. Mo- moving along the section, we'll yeah. move to the cheap pickups. Let's do this. Uh, first up, we have Tamio the Sun Sage sitting at 473 and moving up. Next up, we go to Sierra Paragon sitting at $8.34 and slowly moving down. Um, and it looks like lastly, we go to Sarkam Vol sitting at $5.93 and slowly moving down. Well, there you have it, Magic Folk. That's your conjured currency section. Talking that magic finance. You know, you now you are now aware of shit. But we're at the end of this episode, our driving episode. Let us know if you want more of these. This is going to be interesting to listen back and edit because, yeah, we don't have headphones on. I can't hear how it sounds until we edit. We did a little bit of a sound check before to make sure the audio was was actually coming in and getting recorded. Uh, but, yeah, so we're going we're gonna to find out here as soon as we're done recording. So here we are, end of the episode. Thank you to you legendary magic folk for making it to the end of episode. Oh, I didn't even say what. Is this 186 or 187? Uh, give me one second and I'll. Well, while to he's doing that, blank. And uh, question. Question. You ever heard of this cool place you can go to get yourself cards when you want them at the right price? Oh my god. Oh shit. Yes, this sounds familiar. Keep looking up your thing. It's not eBay. I already looked it up. Yeah, it's quick to find that number. Yeah. Uh. Well, we have a thing that we we have called TCG Sniper. Tell me more. Well, quickly with TCG Sniper, if you're trying to snipe down those prices or offload your stuff real fast for some big cash and moolah, just head over to TCG Sniper and check them out. They can have a part of the stuff that we send you there, three months free premium to try out, where you can have unlimited products for anything that you're looking for, not just cards. As well as, if you're done with the premium membership that you try out from when we send you over there, you also could keep it or not keep it and still have the availability of 15 slots of anything you want. Pretty significant, I'd say. Yeah. TCGSnapper.com. Check them out. Yeah. Thank you, legendary magic folk, for making it to the end of episode... 186. 186 of this week in MTG. 186. 
We gotta. Maybe we should be in the in the books to start discussion for two hundred or something. Yeah, maybe yeah, we will. Because we, I don't think we've actually done any official no, like bonus, like anyways, special episodes. Uh, like when you hit yeah, the special we'll, miles. We'll talk to you guys next week. See ya. <laughs> thank you for making it to the end. Go check out JDub Sports Cards and Gaming. Thank you to our Patreons. Uh, all this stuff. This is this week. This is Matt, Anthony, Danny, and Amu checking out from on the road. Mile marker one hundred and six. That's right. Minnesota. 94. We will catch you later. See ya. Bye. Bye. Congratulations. You made it to the end of this week's episode of This Week in MTG. Your listenership means so much to us. Make sure to follow the podcast over on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, or on the podcatcher of your choice. You can watch the live stream recording of the podcast every Monday night at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time over on YouTube and twitch.com slash thisweekinmtg. If you would like to get in touch with us, you can send us a message to our Facebook, Twitter, or send us an email at thisweekinmtg at gmail.com. For all these links and more, check out our link tree at linktr.ee slash thisweekinmtg. Thanks so much. I didn't know I was a bus officer. <laughs> I'm a bus.